Humanity Chats, a conversation about everyday issues that impact humans. Join us. Together, we can go far. Humanity Chats. Today, we have Shannon Petrovich. Shannon earned her bachelor's degree from Bojan College and her master's in social work from the University of Connecticut. She earned her clinical licenses in social work and substance abuse counseling and is a board certified diplomat in clinical social work. Today, we talk about toxic relationships. Stay tuned. This is Humanity Chats. We come to you on Thursdays to talk about everyday issues that impact humans. Thank you for joining us. Shannon will be here soon. <laughs> yes, it is. Welcome to the chat, Shannon. Thank you, Margie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to see you. Now, I told the audience a little bit about you, but uh, yeah. usually what we like to do is to break the ice and share a fun fact before we delve into the conversation. So would you please share a fun fact with us? Uh, fun fact is I play the upright bass uh, for bluegrass music, and you can see it in the background if you're watching it on video. So that's my upright bass. It's a 1955K bass, which is kind of cool. Oh, that is so cool. I do not play a single musical instrument, and um, I try to sing, and I don't have a great voice either, so... <laughs> So it's an honor to be in the presence of someone who can play an instrument on the go. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Well, well, welcome again, Shannon. Um, you know, as I read your bio, I um, I thought about our topic today, healing from toxic relationships. And we all know that uh, there's a lot of that out there. Would you give us a, a brief intro into signs to look out for um, for a toxic relationship? Yeah, it's hard to hard to figure out because a lot of times um, toxic relationships come in such a wide variety that we miss them and we don't see what's going on until we really feel sick um, from the toxicity. And so it, it can take so many different forms and it can take forms in terms of being a partner relationship or a parent-child relationship, um, a colleague at work, a friend, um, even your adult child can be toxic. And so we have to look at whether your, you feel like your feelings, thoughts, needs, and wants matter in that relationship. And I think that's a place to start because oftentimes these relationships especially if they have a narcissistic flavor to them. What you find is that in that relationship, the other person believes that their thoughts, feelings, wants, and needs matter, and really yours do not. 
So when you try to show up fully in that relationship, they get mad, they implode, they explode, they do all kinds of um, toxic dances to get you to back off and only let them matter. So I think in a nutshell, that would be a big part of what you should notice. Thank you, Shannon. But sometimes we want to give people a chance, even though we may see that things may not be going 100%. um, We want to give them the benefit of the doubt. So when do you know that this is it, you should call it quits or you shouldn't deal with this anymore? Well, for sure, if there's violence, you should um, set the big boundaries and call it quits. And backing off from that, you have to figure that out. You know, you have to find out where you maybe have been what I call using too much of the three P's, the placating, peacekeeping, and people-pleasing. So especially as women, I think. Could you repeat that? Placating. Peacekeeping. Mm -hmm. and people-pleasing. Okay, placating, peacekeeping, and people-pleasing. Okay, right. thank you. And so, as especially as women, but I think men get fall into it too, uh, we are sort of taught to subjugate ourselves and, and, um, and be there for other people. And although that's lovely and wonderful, you have to be careful that you don't um, create relationships all around yourself where you don't matter. And your thoughts, feelings, wants, and needs don't matter. So sometimes we set those in motion in the beginning of a relationship because we want to put on our best selves, but that's not healthy. It's not healthy for us to set that in motion. And so sometimes we have set that in motion in a relationship and we need to retool, um, completely retool that relationship so that we start to show up fully. And when we do that, then we're giving that other person the opportunity to let us show up or to say, "Mm -mm, that's not what this relationship is about. So we talk a lot about boundaries um, in in helping to sort these things out. And um, when you share your thoughts, feelings, wants, and needs, and somebody then tromps all over you or explodes or implodes or doesn't respect you, then you know that that relationship truly is toxic. And then you need to start setting more and more boundaries and seeing where the boundary, where that person starts to respect you. And if they don't respect you and they get more explosive, then you know that's really a relationship that you can't sustain. Wow. So um, talking about sustaining relationships, what can someone do to get free from that abusive partner, parent, adult child, sibling, or work colleague? You know, I think that one of the things that people miss is that we have to emotionally separate even before, during, and after we physically separate. So a lot of times I've, I've known clients who have been a, apart from a relationship for 20 years and still are emotionally attached to that relationship. So we have to leave emotionally as well as physically. And sometimes you can actually leave emotionally and not leave physically. So there are ways to protect yourself emotionally by stepping back, learning to, learning to, I call it, watch the circus go by. So you have to learn that that person's behavior is about them and not about you. They do that dance with all the people in their lives that they're close to. 
they may not do it with everybody. They may put on a great show with the people that they're sort of distant with, but the people they're closest to, they typically have that same sort of toxic relationship with. So you have to start to see that as separate from you, that you are doing your best to be present in that relationship and their behavior towards you, their abusiveness is not yours. So when you separate from that and you start to take care of yourself and you start to treat yourself with compassion and care and you start to coach yourself in a loving, caring way, then you are emotionally caring for yourself and you are better able to then set boundaries with them. Then you can emotionally leave and then physically leaving is so much easier. You know, Shannon, um, especially with young people, sometimes they try to conform um, mm. so that they can they can fit in. How do these young people know that um, the companionship that they're keeping is toxic for them? Because they don't have the life experience that maybe we have. How how how? What are some of the signs that they have to look out for? Yeah, that's such a great question because you're right. When when young people get into relationships, it's often they don't see it for a long time and they really end up losing themselves in that relationship for a long time before they can see it. Oftentimes our friends and family see things more clearly than we do. And one of the things I talk about in my book is that when we have a healthier relationship within ourselves, when we talk to ourselves kindly and caringly, then we are more able to see what people are, how people are treating us in the world. And so first we have to look at the toxic relationship we have with ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if, if you grew up with sort of toxicity in your family, if you grew up with people kind of putting you down or running you down or people in your environment ran you down and you started to do that to yourself, you are more set up for creating relationships that are toxic with other people. Now, mm -hmm. some people will say, because that's comfortable. I hate that. It's not comfortable. It's just familiar. So if what you're saying to yourself inside your head is really awful and derogatory, then yes, you will tend towards people who also are, are running you down and you won't sort of stop that process and back up and say, wow, I don't want this person in my life. They're really rude and mean and um, they don't care about me and they don't care for me. But if you sort of have that negativity in your own head, you're really, really at risk of becoming attached to somebody on the outside that also speaks to you that same way. So we have to look at that toxic internal relationship. Mm -hmm. And then we have to also start to listen with our rational selves. So when we get involved with somebody we tend to get attached emotionally and they and rec we have to recognize that there are really two parts of our brain that are at work. Mm -hmm. So we have a rational mind where we can go, wow, that person is kind of mean and rude to other people and kind of really self-centered and really um, doesn't show up for others and really kind of laughs at others' pain, which is a really bad sign, mm -hmm. um, even treats the wait staff like they're garbage. You know, those kinds of things, our rational mind goes, huh, this is not a good person. Hmm. But then our emotional mind says, oh, but you don't know them like I do. And they would never hurt me. And, um, and they're really, 
I understand them. Nobody else does, you know, like those, all, all those attachment mm-hmm. um, tricks that we play on ourselves. You now we need to recognize that when our rational mind is saying these things, those are the truths. Our emotional mind is just hooked. And so we have to quiet down that emotional mind and use our rational mind to steer us out of that fog. Steering us out of that fog. Um, You did mention a book. You have a book out there. Tell us a little bit about that. Right. So my book is called Out of the Fog into the Clear, Journaling to Help You Heal from Toxic Relationships. So about five years ago, I've been a therapist for 35 years, but about five years ago, I really felt like I was not sharing the understandings and 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 information that I've gained over all those years with enough people in the world who don't have access to therapy. So I started a YouTube channel called Therapist Talks. Um, And what really became clear was that the, the, the issues that people needed and wanted to hear about the most were around narcissistic, abusive, and other toxic relationships, whether it's a partner relationship, a parent, an adult child, a friend, a colleague, um, that that was what people were most baffled by and wanted most information about. So um, my channel really became more and more focused on those sorts of things. And then a couple of years ago, I realized I needed to bring it all together into a format that would help people actually get well. So whether you're with a therapist or not, the journaling prompts really are designed to help people do the work internally that will help them get free from emotionally speaking, as well as physically speaking away from those toxic relationships in their lives and also heal that toxic relationship you might have with yourself. And talking about the, thank you for sharing about your book. Is it available everywhere books are sold? Yes. um, Primarily on Amazon and, uh, and Kindle and uh, yeah. Well, viewers, listeners, you heard, go find Shannon's book. Um, you know, my, my, my next question is talking about healing from these toxic relationships and healing yourself. What are some of the strategies that you employ? So the first one, so clear, the fog is fear, obligation, and guilt. And those are the tricks and the, and the, the components that get us lost in that fog. And then I created an acronym called CLEAR, which is clarity, leaving emotionally as well as physically, educating ourselves, using our awareness, and then rebuilding. And that's so crucial. So in that leaving, I talked about that leaving. I talked about the clarity of our rational mind versus our emotional mind that could be trauma bonded. That's kind of a whole nother segue. But, um, and then the rebuilding is so critical because a lot of people will bounce from one relationship into another. And if you never take that time to heal and rebuild, um, you won't really, um, you'll basically fall into a very similar pattern Um, So in that rebuilding, we have to rebuild our whole sense of self. I've had clients who have come out of a toxic relationship and they literally don't know any longer what they think, feel, want, or need. 
they've been so completely 100% focused on that other person's thoughts and feelings, sussing out their every mood, their every emotion, their every whim, their every need and want, that they don't even know who they are or what they want any longer. So we have to rebuild all the way from the ground up. Wow. Um, knowing who you are, it, it's, it, it sounds simple, but it's not that simple because mm-hmm. some of us are adults and every now and then you actually discover a passion that you may even have had that you didn't know about. Mm-hmm. And so um, getting to know yourself is, is important. Self-care. Uh, what are some of the strategies that you can use to getting to... Uh, to be your authentic self, to be confident in who you are and to even learn more about you. Yes, that's so important. And our unfortunately, our culture is really terrible at this. And then you talked about young people, young people um, growing up with the social media um, that can be used for evil and for good. Um, but the, the downside of social media is that the focus is all very, very superficial and external. And so a lot of young people really don't know who they are and they define themselves based on things that we know really don't matter in the end. What matters is who you are in your character and your values. And so in my book, I really talk a lot about how to recognize that what you've, how you've defined yourself has been probably very superficially and we need to reconnect with our character and our values. And a lot of times when I meet with a client, that's one of the first things I walk through because everybody says, I feel terrible about who I am. I feel terrible about myself. I hate myself. All these kinds of really derogatory things, which is super sad. But when we really start to suss out, well, who are you? How do you show up for people? How, you know, what are your values? What matters to you? You know, really looking at those character qualities, a lot of times people go, yeah, I do have these qualities. I'm an honest, caring, giving, loving, empathic, trusting person that tries to believe the best in people. All those qualities are wonderful, except when when they start to get used against you in a toxic relationship. So we have to learn better boundaries. But the, um, but the reality is that that's who you really are, right? And so when you can embrace that and recognize that, that helps you to then, again, emotionally distance from that person who tells you that you're no good, that you're not worthy, that you're not lovable, blah, 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 blah. Oh, thank you. Um, viewers, listeners, don't let people bring you down, believe in yourself. Mm. We say that a lot, but sometimes it's hard to actually put it in action. But I believe the more we say it to ourselves, the more we we truly believe and and be inspired by people who uplift and motivate you, um, people who are willing to support you. Don't let the naysayers bring you down. Um, <laughs> Shannon, this this has been um, insightful. Uh, if you had to give our listeners five nuggets on mm-hmm. how to heal, to identify and heal from a toxic relationship, what are the five things that bullet point five things that you will tell them? So first of all, stop people pleasing, placating, and peacekeeping, and then see what happens. 
if somebody says, wow, I love how you're showing up in this relationship, then awesome. If they start to get mad because you're showing up fully, if you ask for space and distance or ask for more closeness or ask for anything and they, they get mad or implode or explode, then back away. Take care of yourself emotionally, internally look at your own relationship with yourself and begin to have more love and compassion within yourself. Um, set better boundaries with other people. Develop a good creepo meter. If you don't know what I mean by that, I have a video on that that's on Therapist Talks. So developing a good creepo meter so that when somebody shows up and is toxic, that you learn how to go, hmm, I don't want any part of that business. <laughs> and then start to rebuild that sense of self from the inside out. And then go and volunteer with other people. Find your tribe because sometimes you've really connected yourself to a lot of wrong people. And that um, not feeling good in your relationships is probably has something to do with the people that you've connected with. And if they don't celebrate who you are, then you need to find new people. Oh, my goodness. That just rings a bell. Find your tribe. You know, if, if you're if you're if you love music. And mm-hmm. um, that's what you're vested in. And um, the other person is uh, totally against anything music. Um, then maybe you should surround yourself with not just people who love music. They may not necessarily love it, but will support you in mm-hmm. what you like. Um, find your tribe. That 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 resonates. Um, thank you so much, Shannon. Um, you know, how do people learn more about you? Are you... Um, online, social media. I know your book is available uh, everywhere books are sold. But if people want to find out more information, how do they they get in touch? So my landing page is called nofoggydays.com. So that's easy to remember. Um, therapisttalks.com will get you there as well. And on that page, you'll see a link for my book. Also, the all the links for my um, Therapist Talks YouTube channel. And all the other stuff. (laughs) I'm not super active on all the other stuff, but I am somewhat. So Twitter and TikTok and all the other stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, know, it does get, you can't be super active on everything. No, it's too much. (laughs) Yeah, it's draining. You got to go live your life. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. And isn't it amazing that our real lives that we lead is actually outside of social media and what people put out there is just a snippet um, of what um, uh, their actual life may look like. And so um, I really appreciate you coming on the chats with us today. Um, Viewers, listeners, you can hit the rewind button. By that, I mean, uh, go back. I don't know how you rewind these days. You can tell I'm from a different age. Um, (laughs) Go back and listen. Um, Share this episode with a friend. Follow and subscribe to Magic TV on social media. Um, We're on all the major podcasts. Share this with a friend because toxic relationships are more frequent than we think. And sometimes it's not so obvious to us that this person is maybe wearing me down. Um, It doesn't have to be um, abusive like the person is beating you up for it to be toxic. Sometimes it's just emotional toxicity. And so um, we got to be kind to ourselves. Find what you love. Find what you love. If you love to dance, dance. If you love to read books, read those books, escape and go into that world of fantasy 
in your books and learn more about the world. Um, thank you so much, Shannon. The time flew by so fast. Um, viewers, listeners, we will have information about Shannon on the blog, margimarge.com blog. Um, you can go learn more about her. We'll have her links also there so that you can click and go to her landing page um, and learn more. Uh, you know, this is Humanity Chats where we talk about everyday issues that impact humans. Um, humans are all over the world and as I say, we are one kind only, and that is humankind. Everybody got issues. Everybody can be in a toxic relationship. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian. You can be in a toxic relationship, whether you're in Africa, Australia, England, wherever you are. And so um, let's take care of ourselves and take care of each other. This has been Humanity Chats. It's been a pleasure to come to you again. And um, we will be back. We will be back next week with another conversation about humans. And so from Shannon and myself, Shannon, do you have anything to say before we wrap up? I mean, before we end the conversation? No, just thank you so much for having me. You're doing a wonderful Wonderful service to the world, and I love I love your energy, and and you're just yeah, you're a beautiful person, and I just appreciate you very much. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Shannon. Um, viewers, listeners, you heard that I am so beautiful. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> we will see you next week, guys. Thank you. It's been Humanity Chats. <laughs>